Hi, and welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast, co-hosted by Abby Fearing, the Badass Breastfeeder, and Diane Cassidy, IBCLC. Welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. I'm Diane Cassidy. I'm a lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And and I always feel silly, like, doing these introductions, but you never know. Like, what if it's somebody's first time listening to us? And they're like, who are these people? So, well, yeah, you have to match the voice to the, so they know, you know who's talking. Right. That's true. So, it's me. I'm Diane. And we, happy. <laughs> and we sometimes we talk about, like, how we have this running list of things that we are going to talk about. But um, today we're, like, abandoning it because we have other stuff. Because Diane had something happen. I did. So, and it's not, I mean, maybe it wasn't, you know, like, probably not that big a deal, but it was to me at the time because I was so freaking irritated. Um, I had this discussion with a doctor and I just had to bring this up. I had to, I emailed Abby right away afterwards. I was just like, oh my God, I just had the stupidest conversation. And it, it, it was, there was no details in it. It was just like, I had a stupid conversation. <laughs> So I was like, <laughs> okay, let's talk about it on the podcast. Don't tell me what it is. I was so irritated. So this is Abby's first time that's hearing this like, story too. Yes, that's what we like to do is to not know what the other person is going to say. So I thought it would be fun if she told me on, yeah. the, on the air. So here we go. So I work in all different capacities. And I know that I've told, said this before. I work in a Pete's office and I work um, in private practice. And I also spend time working out of a family med office. So they don't pay me to work in their office, but I just like rent one of their exam rooms because the two doctors that I know that are there um, wanted me in the office. So I see their babies and, you know, I bring my own people in, whatever. So one of my moms that I have been working with since her baby was born 13 months ago goes there as her primary and she sent me a text and she said, I'm at the doctor and I, I have a sinus infection and I want to take this specific antibiotic and he will not um, prescribe it for me because I'm breastfeeding. And I said, it's fine. And she and this this mom is very knowledgeable. She's in the medical field herself. She's you know, she's good. And she's like. I go, it's fine for you to take that. And she goes, well, he won't, he won't give it to me. And I said, who are you seeing? And it turned out that she was seeing a doctor that was just filling in that I didn't even know. So mm. I was like, okay. I said, you know what? I'm actually going to be there tomorrow afternoon or in the afternoon. I'll, I'll, you know, see if he's there. I'll talk to him. She goes, well, he's giving me something different. I go, okay. So I'm over there. I'm sitting in the break room eating. I was eating a little bit of lunch and he comes in and he's a, a younger doctor. And um, I said, oh, are you, you know, Dr. So-and-so? And he said, yes. And I said, I'm Diane Cassidy. I'm a lactation consultant. And he goes, yeah, I wouldn't have much need for that. I'm an internal med. <laughs> oh, my God. And I go, um, well, actually... And he goes, well, it sounds like you do need to <laughs> And he goes, oh, yeah, um, there was that woman this morning. And I go, yeah, um, she's one of my, my clients, and she was texting me about that. I said, actually, that medication was fine. And he goes, no, um, I'm not, I wasn't comfortable, not for a baby. And I go, 
I was, no, it's, if it's short term, you're not prescribing it month after month or week after week, you know, the baby's 13 months now, it, it was fine to take. And it even says that in Lactmed, fine oh, to take on a short term basis, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, we don't prescribe that med for kids under eight. And I go, you're not giving it to the baby. What? I'm prescribing it to the baby. And he goes, but she's going to get it. And I go, no, she won't. Not like that. Oh, God. And he was like, I no, I'm, I just, I'm not comfortable prescribing that to any child in any form. And I said, well, she told me that you gave her something else. And he goes, yeah, you know, she really wanted that other mad. And I go, well, I hope this helps her. And he goes, it probably won't. Oh, my God. Uh, <gasps> and I was like, oh, okay. Well, oh, that person has so many more issues than just breastfeeding misinformation. You know, and I was, you know I, mean? I was so irritated. I was just like, I can't even believe I'm having this conversation. You know, like he, he was just did not even want the education behind it. And when he said, oh, I'm an internal mad, I won't ever need lactation. Then I really, I should have. My response should have been like, well, then you obviously don't know about it either because <laughs> right. why would you know about it if you're an internal mad? And that's fine. So if you don't, then let somebody who does know take care of this. Yeah. He doesn't seem like he's open to that, though, oh, because no. he's the almighty doctor who knows everything Yeah, and thinks that prescribing a medication, first of all, to a mother is the same as prescribing it to a breastfeeding baby. That's he, really disturbing. He absolutely thought it was the exact same thing. See, I did a, uh, so when I say that this goes way beyond breastfeeding, what I'm talking about is his attitude and his um, perception of his role in people's lives. And I did, I used to do a, or for like, I don't know, a few years ago when I was going around doing to conferences, I was, or to conventions, I, um, I did, uh, I did a, a talk about authority and like authority figures when it comes to like pregnancy and breastfeeding and, and uh, birth and these kinds of things. And it's really long. So I might, obviously I'm not going to like just do the talk right now, but, <laughs> but the, 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 you know, the gist is that, is that we have these people who, first of all, he doesn't have the right information and, and he's, he's speaking on something that he, is admitting that he doesn't have any education about by saying like, oh, I don't have any need for you because I don't even deal with that. Mm -hmm. So he knows that he doesn't know. And I've said this a million times and I'll say it again. Medical doctors do not get lactation education in medical school. It's not a part of medical curriculum. So anybody who has not gone out, any medical doctor who has not gone out to educate themselves on lactation doesn't have formal education on the topic which is why lactation consultants exist, which is why specialists of any kind exist. If you go to a doctor and you have, you know, an issue with some sort of specific part of your body, they will refer you to a specialist of that body, body part. Right. Right. Absolutely. I mean, but if you have, if you're, if you, suddenly, if you have an issue with breastfeeding, here we are with just opinions and whatever, I don't know a doctor that refers to a lactation consultants. It's pretty rare. It is. It's pretty rare. I mean, you probably know them because you get referred to by them, but yeah. they're, they're not. Yeah, it's rare. 
Right. And, and so the whole authority thing is like, there, you know, we have, you know, we have these things that have to do with our bodies that have to do with our children and they are, um, we have doctors who in our society we have put in this sort of authority type role along with like, you know, I, I start off this talk with this interaction I had with a police officer, which, um, you know, I worked in a police department. I, you know, am friends with lots of police officers. So this is not like a, you know, I hate all police kind of thing. It's simply an interaction that I had. I was five months pregnant and I was cleaning off the snow after like a huge snowstorm and my door was open and he, he comes driving by and he like honks his horn. And I was like, okay, what's, what did I do? You know? And then I'm kind of looking, looking around and he's like, I realized that he wants me to shut my door. My door is nowhere near him. I'm cleaning off my car. I'm freaking pregnant. Oh my God. And he's just like, you know, shut your door, get out of my way. So he drives by, rolls his window. As he rolls by, he goes, I can give you a ticket for that, you know. Oh. Okay. For what? <laughs> Brushing the for snow off my, your car? I mean, my, yeah, being pregnant, having my door open. I think he meant having my door open while I was, like, trying to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> my because God. Because I'm, like, some I'm Bo Duke from the Dukes of Hazard. Right. <laughs> jumped through the window, apparently. <laughs> And so it, my point is, and I, and I, and I, and I always tell the story when it comes along with doctors, because, you know, these are these people that we have put in our society in, on this level of like authority. Right. And so then they can tell us what to do because they have this, this kind of like pull on us. And, and when you're, it, it, there was absolutely no reason for that police officer to say that to me, except to remind me that he was an authority. And he could make you know, him close your door. The side of his car says, what does it say? <clears throat> you know, sir, protect, respect. I don't even know what it said. Yeah, he demonstrated like none of those things. No. You know, I, I, all, I, what, I sh- what I was, what, what a normal human being would expect in a situation like that. Hop out and help me clean off my car. Right. That's exactly what should have oh, oh, can I help you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're clearly like pregnant and drowning in the snow. Like, can you? <laughs> <laughs> Let me help you. What else was he doing? Oh my god! Just going down the street, telling people that he can give them tickets for things. So anyway, so that's like that's what I'm saying. So, so this is, I mean, like doctors in a way kind of do this, right? They kind of pull this like authority card on us. Like I can, you know, I can, you know, refer, refuse to treat you. I can refuse to give you certain medications. I can do this, and all of these things are just like the. the are just like these reminders of like, you know, Hey, I'm in charge and I'm sorry, but this makes me so mad. This is like, this is your child. This is your body. I do not need anyone to treat me as if they are an authority over my body and my baby and my birth and my pregnancy or my breastfeeding. It's completely unacceptable. And you know, we have no idea what the interaction was like between the mom and the doctor. But like, if this is how he's talking to you, how is he talking to her? Right. You know, don't you I'm for all of you listening right now, do not accept being talked to like that from a doctor or being told, you know, you you know that you don't know these things or you haven't looked it up or I mean you you have access to all of this information, you can inform yourself and you can and you can walk they are not an authority figure over you. 
you can walk right out of that office and never, ever go back. And if there's anybody, I would say this, if anybody, if you are in this, any part of your situation, birthing, breastfeeding, I don't even care. Even if you're not even like, even have kids, you know, you do not have to accept anyone talking to you like that. If you are not the one who's seen as the expert and the authority in your experience, then you're in the wrong office. The mothers that I have talked to that really, really, really appreciate their doctor, whether it be their OB or their primary or their pediatrician, are ones that have built a relationship with that doctor. Mm -hmm. And that's what you have to, just like any other relationship with anybody else. These people know, they're, they're supposed to know you and know intimate details of your life. They're sometimes there for the birth of your child. I mean... This is should be somebody that you have mutual respect. Yes, yeah. and and on top of that, even more to your point, the these people they work for you. You are paying these people money. They are they are working for you. You're not doing anything for them. You know, they're they're basically like an employee of yours. Now they can do their job correctly or you can fire them. And you should fire them for somebody not doing their job for you correctly. You should fire them on the spot. And so last night, I wish I wish one of those early pediatricians I seen. I wish I'd been like, "You're fired." Yeah, I know. (laughs) I mean, I didn't go back and thank God I found a pediatrician now who is like, he's almost like a caricature of like a good doctor because like, I go in and he's like gives me a hug and he's Aww. like you're such a great, yeah he's like you're such a great mom you know I wish all moms were like you you should have like a bunch of babies you should just have like a whole slew of them My and God. I'm like well, no, well I'm not doing that but yeah. he's like he's like he understands that like he is working for me and he says okay here's our next decision you know you can do x y or z what are you going to do and I go, oh, God, this is really stressing me out. I don't know what to do. And he's like, okay, well, if you want to take time and tell me next time, that's fine. He does not tell me. I mean, he obviously tells me things that I need to know based on his education, which is his job. But he doesn't tell me what to do. And he understands that he can't do that. But that's very rare. It's very rare to find a doctor like that. And I wish everyone could have a doctor like that. We need to, we just need to, we need to like boycott these doctors who are acting like this. Well, and it also, it really, I thought about it later and he obviously thought I didn't know, or he did not respect my position at all and did not respect what my education is in your field. Right. And to him, it wasn't like, it wasn't a field needing an expert. It's kind of the, you know, because he, he out, you know, out Trump me. Nursing an infant to, you know, only giving life to a baby. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not that's not important. And the other thing that bothered me about it too is he was like, Oh, I, I consulted with one of the other doctors who said that she should just write it out. It's like, why should a mother suffer? Because she's breastfeeding and nobody wants to prescribe anything for her. Mm-hmm. Look it up in the book. We have I mean, we are in Rochester, New York. We have huge breastfeeding resources here. And there is like a whole center dedicated to medications. And you could just call the number as a, and they're, they only talk to doctors or doctor's offices. You can call the number and say, is this medication okay for my patient? And they will mm-hmm. answer you. Mm-hmm. It's like he could have done that. 
Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And did not. Well, and I, and I have, I mean, when I went to the, um, I went to, uh, you know, like a walk-in clinic where my doctor is, where you're not guaranteed to get your doctor. You just get whoever is doing on call that day. I walked in with Exley a few years ago. Not he's only a few years old, but um, <laughs> I don't know. He Exley was like in a span of like eighteen months, got croup like three times. Like oh. he was the biggest fan of croup for a while. And he, I walked in with him, and like he had two of the times he had to take those little steroid pills because oh. he was just like, <sighs> like he was like not he was not well anyway so he uh the doctor the first time gave him like one and a half pills and then the second time the doctor prescribed two pills and it was a different doctor who was it was a new doctor and I'd never seen him before so I was a little bit like I was like last time he got one and a half and you know now you're giving two are you sure that's safe and he was like he's like yeah um I'm comfortable with that you know based on his weight and everything and then I was like oh that's um probably true he's probably heavier now so so that's probably why it's more because he's getting bigger. Um, but then he like pulled out his phone and he said, see, we have this little thing right here that we can look at like the doses, the recommended doses of dosages of meds based on age and weight and stuff. And he was like, and this is like the, you know, the range that they suggest for him. And I was like, oh, okay. He had it right in his phone. You know, like you can, they can just look. I can't imagine he's the only doctor in the country <laughs> that's got this this app or whatever it is. <laughs> oh God. Like they like like this guy is the guy that you were talking to seems like he's like I feel like there's a lot of just like willful ignorance coming from a place of like not being familiar with not knowing something. You know, because we, you know, again, doctors are like, we, we put them up on a pedestal. Like they're supposed to know everything. We go to them for everything. Right. you know, that's, that's sort of like what we do now that we, we don't have the kind of village thing that we used to have where like the, you know, village elder would tell you about, you know, how to get rid of your illness and how, you know, we don't have that anymore. We have doctors and we go to our doctors for everything and they don't know everything. They don't. But I feel like they are put into a position where they have to have an answer for everything. And so they have an answer for everything, even when they're not sure what the answer is, you know, like, and they don't want to admit that they don't know the answer. They don't want to admit it. And it, and it does a disservice to moms or to everybody who goes to them. Uh, Yeah. And it should be a mutual decision. You know, like I love the fact that your pediatrician says, what should we do about this? If you're not sure, think about it. We'll discuss it next time. And that's how it should be. It should be between, it should be a mutual decision. It shouldn't be like you are going to do A, B, and C with this child or with yourself. Like it just, you know, mm-hmm. and I know we, we trust them because they are very highly educated to know how to deliver our baby or, you know, take care of our child or ourselves, whatever. But they don't have to know everything about everything. They can't. It's not possible. Right, right. That's true. They can't. And, and I, right. And I mean, I think I, I, I would love to hear a doctor one day say, I don't know. I would like to help you find out the answer. That's not within my realm of expertise. So I can't advise you on that. But I, you know, I would like to help you. 
um, find the answer or I would like to refer you to your friends, you know, your um, maybe, you know, your mom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. You know, <laughs> I, just like, you know, I don't know. Right. That's an, a, that's a perfectly good answer to something. You know, I'm trained in this and this and this. I'm not trained in that particular area. You'll never hear that. No. Like it's not. I feel like it's it's getting away from uh, the the helping profession that it's supposed to be. And, you know, we're talking about one guy. We're ranting about this one guy who there's a million of them like him. Right. Men and women, medical doctors. um, But they're not all. You know, like I said, I mean, I have a doctor, a pediatrician that I love. And, and I, I know, know a lot of people do. And I have some amazing friends that are doctors and they are amazing, amazing people that I would trust with my own health or my children. And they're kind yeah. and they're thoughtful and they've got a wonderful bedside manner. But just like any profession, you have some that rub you the wrong way for whatever yeah. reason. And some that, that, you know, are a great match, but Different personalities mesh differently too. And I always tell people when they're picking a pediatrician, because you go when you're pregnant and if you have time and you interview them and you talk to them and, you know, and, and things might seem great. But once you have your baby, you might realize that maybe you don't have the same, same thoughts and, and things just aren't coordinating the way you, you thought they would. And that's okay. You can leave. You can, you can move on and find another one that you are comfortable with. Personalities right, are different. The they don't always mesh. Totally. And I think that's a really, really good point is that you can, you do not have to go back to that doctor. You know, when they say, you know, they're like, okay, I'll see you in six months. And you go to the front desk and you schedule six months. You do. I think people sometimes don't realize that they do not have to do that. You do not have to go back to that doctor. You can go, you can say, no, I will not be back here in six months. You know, you, <laughs> I don't, this isn't working for me. I will not be back here. This, you, you know, you, I, I think that people forget. It's just like, oh, this doctor told me to come back. I need to go back. Well, they are not the ones who are in your house <laughs> dealing with you and your family and your kids all the time. Yeah. I had a, I had a client once who, um, and I don't know if this is the way your pediatrician works, but like we have some pediatricians that are like by themselves. And then we have some pediatricians that are in a group with several others. And then we have some groups here that uh-huh. are, are very large with like eight mm-hmm. pediatricians or whatever. So, um, I had a client that was going to a pretty large group and she was seeing, well, it was moderate, but she was there probably, I think four pediatricians there, four or five pediatricians. And she was seeing one and then she went in for like a sick visit or something and saw a different one and really liked that one and really was just like, I felt like this one, you know, just went better with my personality and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. She asked at the desk, can I switch to that other pediatrician? They're like, no, you can't switch inside the practice. Um, that is not an acceptable answer. And I was like, what? That doesn't make any sense to me. Like, why would you rather not have the business than why? Because he's going to get his feelings hurt. (laughs) <laughs> like that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. You get to see whatever doctor you want. I thought that was so strange. That's bizarre. It was really bizarre. Yeah, I, I when uh, when I was pregnant with Exley, well, I'd already been seeing this pe- pediatrician that I love. His name is Doctor Mankus. He's in Chicago. If you live in Chicago, go to Doctor Mankus. He's awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> and 
I had already been seeing him with Jack, and then I got pregnant with Exley, and I wanted to do a like newborn consultation with him, like before Exley was born, because I didn't have, I never had a newborn with him. I wanted to know, like, you know, how yeah. does it go when you have a newborn? And I was having a home birth, so I wanted to like, all the, he's like all the people who have home births go to him. So I knew that he knew the the. Uh, the situation, but I was just like, I was so informed now. I was like, I'm going to be talking to a doctor before this baby even gets here. So I caught, you know, I was like, okay, that's the thing. So I call and to try to set, so, and he is a part of like one of these big places. Oh, okay. It's like, it's like North shore medical, whatever. So it's big. There's like multiple buildings around the city and all this. So you can't just call and like get his secretary and get an appointment, which is really annoying. Yeah. Um, but so I called and I was like, I want to set up an appointment, um, with Dr. Magus for, um, my newborn who's due in, you know, three months or whatever. And she's like, okay, what's the birthday? I said, ma'am, the baby's not born yet. Baby is not born yet. I want to speak to a doctor before my baby is born. She's like, oh, like, I don't know if we can do that. I was like, oh, yes, you can. What? Oh, yes, you can. And I was on the phone with this woman for like 20 minutes. She could not figure it out. The computer wouldn't let her do it. The She couldn't understand what I was talking about. Like, I mean, I literally had to like walk this woman through this like, okay, I have a baby that's inside of my body. <laughs> It's going to see a doctor once it's born. Oh I would like to speak to that doctor before the baby is born so we can kind of go over things. You know, she was just, you know, she could not figure it out. Yeah, it was oh. insane. And I, I'm like, okay. So, oh, I don't, I don't you know. know. It's like the whole system is like set up against, you know, moms. I feel like it is. And we but depend it, on it more and more now. We do. You know, we really depend on we it do. for for everything. Well, right. And I and I think that's the thing, is like it just gets more and more like necessary for for doctors to to have an answer because moms are just coming at them about everything. What about this? What about this? What about this? You know, what about the what about solids? You know, and they should be like, Well, stop talk to a nutritionist. Right. You know, they should have at the doctor's office, like a list of, you know, it's like, it's like when I remember we were talking last time, last week about the back to back to work. And I was like, why can't we have like a little booklet at the hospital? That's like, Hey, you're going home with your baby. Now here's a few things you can know, you know, it's like a real simple, like if you're going to go back to work, you know, you know, try pumping, you know start pumping three weeks before you go back to work once a day, you know, like just like simple, tiny little things like that. Your doctor's office could have a little booklet on like local nutritionists, local lactation consultants, local, like, you know, whatever things you might need for your kids. And then honestly, this would help doctors. Yeah. So they wouldn't have to just be like, well, I think that, you know, you shouldn't start with broccoli because it might, you know, I mean, (laughs) what? (laughs) You know, where they're just giving like random advice because they just have to have an answer. And some doctor's offices do have a referral, like a referral book where, okay, we need to refer to a therapist. You know, we need to refer you to a, you know, whatever. And they'll have a list. 
but oh. nobody really makes sure that list is current. And nobody updates those lists. Oh yeah. From any doctor's that's- office that I've ever been in or talked to. They're just like, you know, yeah. we don't even know if they're still taking patients, these people on here, you know? So <laughs> it's just it's it's a very kind of a lot of a lot of holes in the system. Yeah. There is. And we have to do our own homework a lot of the time. That's the thing, is that you have to do your own you have to do your own homework. And I you know, yeah. I just do, I think, I think it would help. I'm surprised. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like if I was a doctor, I'd be like, I, you know, these people are asking me all these questions that I don't know the answer to. Like, can you, you know, we need to have some sort of answer. And that, oh, that's what I was going to say. So you had, you were just talking about like referring to a therapist, but like, what about the whole postpartum like depression thing or whatever? Like, like, it's like, oh, I, I, you know, I feel kind of depressed. Okay, well, here's some, you know, Prozac. Wait a minute. Like, wait a minute. Can you, can we bring in someone else here? Yeah. Can you do another referral to, like, a mental health professional? Yeah. We'll have you know, to make that a podcast. Because yes, that's a big like, thing. Postpartum? Yeah. Is that, yeah. Yeah. We yeah. should do that. Yeah, because breastfeeding and postpartum is, a, like, a real issue because... All right. The whole I'll medication add the, piece. Add it to the list. Add right it now. to the list. Yeah, the whole medication <laughs> piece. It's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, but really, honestly, like, as you're saying that, like, you you don't t- pretend to know everything about breastfeeding. I don't pretend to know everything. Like, you're not like, oh, I'm the badass breastfeeder. I can answer all your questions. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, like, and I'm not, there's plenty of times where people ask me something and, you know, sometimes I will refer babies on, I, often I refer babies on to another agency or, you know, whatever. Hmm. And the moms will be like, what will they, how will they help me? What will they do? And I'll be like, I am not sure what kind of magic they work over there. I know that it works. So I'm not going to pretend to know how they do it. You know, they are, they will definitely help you and blah, 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 because I'm not going to pretend to know everything. That's not right. fair. Right. No, right. It's not, it, it's not. And, and Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like I feel like being the ba- being, you know, having this community or, you know, being the badass breastfeeder or whatever. I feel like that makes me even more cautious right. when I'm talking, when, you know, not maybe like talking just like with friends around here. But like online, if somebody's like, oh, I have an issue like I I'm very careful not to like go too much beyond or to go at all beyond like personal experience and like things that I know from, you know, mm-hmm. reading or something. I, I mean, I, I'm very cautious about like things that I say because that can really bite me in the it can in the, the behind. It can, and I get that some doctors really like this. You know, this doctor that I had this interaction with, I'm sure that he was just trying to protect himself from prescribing something that could have he thought could have been potentially dangerous. But he also was really not interested in finding the information to he make was an not accurate at, decision. Yeah, he was not at all open to you saying you made the wrong decision. Yeah, and I feel like that's what it comes down to. It's yeah. like you were like, you know, just to let you know, I have expertise in this area that you don't have, and it's actually, you know, okay. And that was like, no, he was not having that. So. Now everybody knows how we feel. Everybody knows how we feel about this person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
hopefully I will not lose any jobs and have to come live in Chicago and take on lose any jobs for what for being vocal oh talking about it no and I'm just kidding no 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 it's fine um but it it did really like it bothered me the whole rest of the day and stuff like that does bother you know like it gets me because I'm like oh my god this poor mom you know like it just I have a lot of empathy for my families and um it really just kind of bothered me. It was just like, ugh. and one of the things my, I'll say this like super quick. I was complaining about it to uh, my husband and he had a good point. He was like, you know what? What for one thing was that was not his patient. So it didn't really necessarily matter to him, you know, like right. he right. was filling in and you know, and it's like, that's, it's like, why should I? Yeah, I'm not going to try. Like, wait, you want me to look something up? Is going to be my patient. Like, I'm not going to, you know, waste my time with that. Um, but that's a good know. point. It's, yeah, that's why I keep them around. Right. So <laughs> to run the podcast. Yeah, I keep them around so that I don't have to do any extra work. <laughs> so we are, yeah, we should probably wrap it up. But we have... Uh, if you have any you, kind you were of, wondering if we could, you're wondering if we could talk about this for a half an hour. I know because I wasn't sure, and look at that. We're like, yeah, totally I know. Way I was like, yeah, time. I'm not really worried about that. Yeah, <laughs> but um, if you have any anything you want to talk to us about as far as like this topic or any other topic, and you, or even if you just want to vent about it because we get it, definitely let us know. Or yes. if you know, we will talk about your situation discreetly. If you have a situation you think others can learn from, too. Oh, yeah. Send us an email. Well, can, we can talk about it anonymous. Yeah. Just we'll read it online, completely anonymous. I mean, on podcast. And we'll, re- we'll read it anonymous and we can talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, take away your takeaway today is, you know, to always remember you're in, you're in control of this. Your body. You are the your authority body. figure of mm-hmm. your life. Yes. So remember that going forward, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.